Welcome to Frost Sessions, the Frost School of Music's official podcast. On this week's episode, Latin Grammy nominee, president of Sony ATV Publishing, and Frost alumnus Jorge Mejia hosts a conversation with multi-Grammy award-winning composer, band leader, and Frost faculty member, John Diversa. They explore how they recorded an album during quarantine and how an homage to familial love and the healing of power of music can impact people and the importance of mature listening. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember to stay tuned to Frost Sessions. John, I'm so happy to be here uh, at this uh, Frost Sessions uh, to get to speak a little bit about really to talk about Quarantena with family at home. Uh, your excellent project, which was just released to, I believe, rave reviews uh, so far, uh, right? The reception has been very positive. I'm, I'm very pleased. Uh, yeah, a couple, actually a couple of reviews came in today I got to send to you. Uh, everybody's, everybody's, I think it's, you know, this, this music comes at a time where everybody needs to slow down their heartbeat and I'm, 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 I'm feeling that feedback come back. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing the, what you did and, and how you recorded it and when you recorded it. I think that it's, what's particularly touching about it is that the way that it was recorded it was every musician was somewhat separate because it was recorded during this crazy time, but yet so together with the music. Now, before we even say anything else, I think, I think we need to introduce ourselves for this podcast. So might please. be a good idea. <laughs> Go ahead. Sure. Uh, my name is John Diversa and I, I'm uh, really grateful to be here. Uh, part of uh, the frost sessions. Uh, podcast series. Uh, I'm here, actually here at uh, on campus, University of Miami, uh, in my office, and you can probably hear some people practicing. You know, next to me, there's uh, you know, Craig Morris's classical trumpet studio is right over here, and I can hear some jazz students playing outside. You know, on a Friday uh, afternoon, and it's really great to see everybody making music. You know, live with people at distance with masks and all of that stuff, but it's at least the, the energies are, are, you know, the music is happening together. So yeah, I'm, I'm the chair of the, the jazz department here, Studio Music and Jazz at the Frost School of Music. Uh, and we're navigating these, these crazy times, uh, but, but doing our best and, and making music in the process. And yourself. Ah, well, thank you, John. Uh, my name is Jorge Mejia. I am uh, a proud alumnus of the University of Miami, where I mm. went for piano performance. Uh, I'm, I am a composer and pianist, and I also head Sony ATV Music Publishing for Latin America and U.S. Latin in a, in a different life, in a different part of my life. Uh, mm. And I had the distinct honor of uh, being one of the producers of Quarantena with Family at Home. And this is how I am involved in, in, in this project, which really, it's, it's just been amazing to be a, a small part of because uh, really the, the project uh, is, is the brainchild of, of John. And I think you were speaking with somebody else and this is how it came about. How did it come about, John? Well, you know, the, the idea itself, uh, one of the other uh, esteemed faculty members here at, at Frost is Gonzalo Rubalcaba. And, and Gonzalo was here, you know, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Uh, he's, he's one of those, uh, he's one of those musicians that, 
you know, is, is, a, is a, just a really special human being that happens to be a master of their craft. Uh, and you combine those two things and, and you get some pretty powerful uh, art that happens. And, and I was talking to him uh, a while back and, and I was peppering him with questions about the bolero because I wanted to learn more. Uh, and, and the bolero is something that Gonzalo has been uh, associated with for, for many years in his career. And so he was telling me, you know, about a lot of different composers and, and musics to listen to. And, and we were commenting on, on the importance of, uh, of music and, and family together. And he was telling me how in so many cultures, music, uh, you know, families w might have, have dinner together. And then after dinner, they would go and play music together, play some tunes. And, and that's how they connected uh, with each other. And that's how my family was. You know, my, my family's a musical family. Uh, my dad's a, a professional trumpet player. My mom's a piano player, amongst other things. My grandfather played the accordion. My, my other grandfather was a, was a music educator in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, all, on both sides, th there are lots of different storylines there. And so we would have dinner. You know, we'd go over for Thanksgiving. And, and, you know, after, after dinner, my, my grandfather would have that accordion out and, and everybody would be playing the music, music together. And, and it's really, it was such a uniting feeling. Uh, and so Gonzalo and I were just talking about that and, and we were thinking about how we could make a project that, that brought those two, two worlds together. And we scheduled the project and, and we, we came up with, with a date and then I actually, I forget why we had to cancel the first date, uh, some scheduling thing. And then we scheduled, we finally found a date to go in and record uh, in March. And, and then this lockdown happened. And so we had to cancel again. And then I thought, okay, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I called everybody up uh, in June. And I said, how are you doing? What's going on? And, you know... So, so on this record is Gonzalo Rubalcaba, Daphnis Prieto. So Gonzalo Rubalcaba, world-class musician, Grammy Award winner, you know. Uh, I don't want to just read their bios, but they're amazing people. And, and, and Daphnis yeah, Prieto. They're, they're amazing artists. Yes. Please, please, please read some of their bios. <laughs> from, from my, you know, so so Daf, Daphnis uh, Prieto, he's a, he's a MacArthur fellow, MacArthur uh, genius grant. Uh, fellow, uh, also Grammy winner, uh, Latin uh, Grammy nominee, uh, and just badass musician, you know, and, and Sammy Figueroa playing percussion, who has played with everybody in the industry from Miles Davis, Sonny Rollins, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, I mean, everybody, everybody, uh, you know, and everybody wants to play with Sammy because he just makes it feel better, you know. He's also, uh, yeah, he's got a really positive vibe. Yeah, um, it's it's a really genuine. positive vibe to the whole thing. You know, the the thing about Sammy, not to go on too much of a tangent here, when I first got to know him, he was so positive and so so big and it was almost like I, I thought this guy's not for real. He's putting on a show. <laughs> this is this isn't genuine. And and repeatedly I'd see him again, I'd see him again. He was always and then I realized this this is he's this is how he is. He just imbues this uh this positivity and love and, and, and inclusivity and uh, just a, an amazing guy, just an amazing guy. 
he, he's so positive you don't think it's real. You know, can't, it's too good to be true, but it is. Uh, and, and another uh, gentleman that I, I've just gotten to know here because he's, he's doing his, uh, his graduate studies on, on uh, jazz bass, Carlo De Rosa, and we got to play a few gigs together, uh, and I thought he would be wonderful for this project too. Uh, so anyway, I, I called everybody up, and you know, I was checking in with everybody, just saying hello. But but I also said, you know, you know, you know that project we were going to do in March. You know, what if we tried to do it? You know, if we got everybody in their own isolation booth, you know, and 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 we we were we were able to do it in a in a safe way. What, you know, would you feel comfortable coming in? And because uh, I I feel like what we need to do right now as musicians is is make music. Um, and, and then the idea that Gonzalo and I had of connecting family and music together, and then now the, the elephant in the room is during quarantine, we're at home with our family. <laughs> uh, for better or for worse, you know, it's really a time to, to really look at what's important in our lives. And, and, and for me, you know, it's two things, it's music and family. Uh, and, and so, you know, we, we all decided, let, you know, let's do it. Let's let's go in and do this. So we went in in the in the in the last week of June, uh, and and we you know none of us. These are people. What I was getting at before is all these master musicians. They're used to playing all the time, you know, and touring and and living this lifestyle that is just a mile a minute and with a lot of music. None of us had played with another individual live, you know, since March. And the sense of gratitude that everybody had to come in and, and play and make music in real time with other human beings was thick, was palpable. Um, and that, that's what I hear on this recording. It's just like the, this really authentic, sincere feeling of gratitude for the moment, of, of the presence of the moment. Uh, so we went in and, and, and gave it a shot, and it's, it's just such egoless music, such... Uh, such music with, with such purpose. You know, I, I, I gave uh, everybody, I think I sent you a similar list too, Jorge. You know, I sent a, a little description of every song yeah. and what, what it was, what the intention was for each song. There's a song for my wife. There's a song for my daughter. There's a song that's written by my grandfather. There's, you know, three songs written by my father. You know, so everybody knew you songs know, written by your dad for. don't have titles; they have numbers. That's so right. anybody looking at the jacket of the, of the of the record of the album will know those that those are the ones that are written by your dad. Uh, yeah, there's a song I think isn't Pupita about uh, actually a, a a pup, right, or someone? <laughs> yeah, we we all, we always used to joke around. You know, we we actually got these these puppies uh, 15 years ago, so. Uh, but we always called them pupitas. Uh, <laughs> and when, when I was putting all the, the collection of songs together, you know, I told my daughter, who's nine years old, and she said, well, Daddy, you, you have to write a song for the dogs. They're part of the family, too. And I said, you're absolutely right. So, you know, there's one more uh, up-tempo tune that's for Leah and Maya. Uh, so that's for them. Who are your, your daughters? Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But my dad's songs, you know, th these are songs that that he wrote, you know, 30 years ago that I, you know, I grew up with those songs. Um, and, you know, he, he never 
almost every one of his songs is he just has a book, you know, that's number one until, you know, number 132. And uh, that's how they are. I said, Dad, you know, we're, we're going to record these records, you know, and, and, you know, I asked him if we could. And, and I said, do you want to, has there, in 30 years, you know, has there been any further meaning about any of these songs where you would want to title them or uh, even subtitle them? And he said, no, you know, that, that, would, that would be inauthentic, you know, because I wrote it as number 22, and it's number 22. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we kept him like that. Wow, that's amazing. So here you are, you're calling the musicians in the middle of the lockdown, really. In, mm -hmm. in April, May, June, we were all still pretty much yeah. not going anywhere. What were the... The reactions, uh, I mean, I'm sure they were like, oh, my God, I would love to do this. But was anybody, did anybody, uh, was anybody hesitant to, on, on, you know, how they're going to actually go to a studio with other people at yeah. that point of time? Nothing was expressed to me. I, uh, I think, you know, we, we talked about it. I mean, I, I tried to bring it up. Uh, as, as clearly as I, as I could, you know, just to make sure we're talking about everything, we're communicating about everything. But I think the sense was so overwhelmingly, I need to make music right now. Uh, and, and we knew it was going to be done in a, in a safe environment. Um, so I, I think everybody was ready to, yeah, to jump in were, and, and live. Huh. And there were isolation rooms, so everybody was, 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 was great. Yeah. How, long, how long did it take? For the, for the recording. We and how did. was it like when you, when you first start, had you, all five of you, do you guys, have, had you guys, I mean, uh, you've played together with a bunch, but had all five of you played together before? No, no. So that takes that, a minute. That takes a minute yeah. to adjust. Yeah. Especially after you haven't played with anybody for three, four months, right? That's a great point. You know, it's, so how did, how did that go? Yeah, well, you have to listen to the record. I, you know, <laughs> no, but, no, 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 no. The record is fantastic. I mean, <laughs> how did it go to, to, get, to get things to gel uh, at first? Because, I mean, I'm sure you didn't record the record straight through, right? You guys had to play a little bit and get to know each other somewhat musically, right? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Cause we, uh, so so let, me, let me back up a little bit. So, so Gonzalo and I played, I think we've, we played... We've played just just a we played a duet together, you know, and we've we've talked about music a lot. We've talked more than we've played together, you know. But but really, it's it's the same, you know, because you really get to know someone uh, in conversation and in the music. It's it's really the same thing for for me anyway. And I, I know I don't want to put words in Gonzalo's mouth, but I I think that he views life in a very similar way, where everything is music and music is everything. You know, when I'm sitting in a, in a meeting, <laughs> you know, it's music. You know, I'm thinking about how everybody's playing together. And I know that I can, I can push something by saying, you know, playing by saying something. Uh, I can change the mood. I can change the energy. I can, I can you know, play point guard. Every, every situation has a musical analog. Um, Daphnis and I have played together uh, probably more than anyone uh, we even played some duets together with just drums and trumpet. And, and we've had a lot of conversations about, uh, you know, even just work or, or, or music. 
So that, that relationship was there. I, I have little relationships with everyone separately, but never as a collective. We've never played together as a collective. So as you astutely pointed out, we hadn't played with any other musicians for a few months, and we'd never played together as a unit. So we had, what I did was for everybody to learn the music, um, I actually, you know, in quarantine, I had a little bit extra time than I normally would, right? So for the first time, I actually recorded all the music as mock-ups. I actually played drums very poorly, and I played the piano very poorly, and I played the bass, and I played trumpet, and I put everything together, and I sent those recordings to all the musicians so they could hear what my intention, what, what, my, what my direction was. So they had an idea what the music would be. And of course, as I was writing the music, I was thinking about almost like uh, like a character. I was thinking if Gonzalo Rubalcaba was playing this piano part, it would kind of feel kind of like this. I'm imagining how his character would come out. And if I was playing uh, the drums, I can just kind of imagine how Daphnis might interpret it. And uh, so I had that little vision. But when we came in, we, we didn't rehearse at all. We had no rehearsal. We came in and we started recording the first tune. And I think that uh, it's it's really testament to the level of musicianship and the level of, uh, you know, I mentioned having no ego a mo moment ago, the, the maturity to listen. You know, these are all musicians and, and, and chosen quite strategically, you know, musicians that know how to listen. And, and when I say, say that, I mean not just musically, but I know when I talk to them, they know how to listen to what I'm saying. And I know that, that I'm a good listener too. When they're talking to me, I know that I listen to them. So there is a format there that we're all receptive uh, to listening. So I think that the listening was at a very high level and that allowed us to get to know each other pretty quick, you know. But it, it did take, you know, it took a few, a few songs and it was like, oh, so this is who we are together, you know. Because we all know who we are individually, and maybe even as little side conversations, but oh, okay, this is who we are collectively, and th this is really fun. So we found our way from tune to tune. How long um, were you guys actually recording? Three days. We did three days of recording. Mm -hmm. And it, was, it ended up being 17 tracks. It's, it, it was a lot of, a lot of music. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I wrote... Um, most of the music, uh, and it felt felt complete. And then, and then there was always just that one other. Well, you know, we should add this one thing because this is so appropriate to to the theme and the message. It's like, yeah, okay. And and so, you know, we added a couple other things, including the narratives, because I really wanted to. I think it's important for for you to be able to hear the the album as a whole, and 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 all, not only hear from the characters as musical sounds, but actually hear their voices and, and hear their relationship with family and their relationship with music and, their, and what they're dealing with going through during this quarantine phase. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the narrative. So one really nice aspect of the album is that uh, in between some of the tunes, there's uh, the musicians are speaking about what family home means to them during the time of, of quarantine. 
do you want to speak a little bit to that? You want to just tell us a little bit about how, how that came about that, that is part of other work that you've done in the past. Yeah. But, but tell us a little bit about, about how it came to be in this album and, and how sure. it kind of shapes the, the, the whole concept. Sure. And I'll let everybody know just a little behind the scenes thing uh, on all of those uh, spoken word narratives. Uh, there's a gentleman named Jorge Mejia that, uh, oh, that's you, that, uh, that was doing the interviews, you know, and, and, and providing the, the shaping uh, for the musicians to be able to talk about their experiences. Um, so well, you're thank on. You, a, thank you for saying that, but. but you're you're on every one of those tracks. In, <laughs> in, in spirit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, well, you know, so, so I've been working with, uh, our fellow producer Kabir Segel uh, on a few projects now, and I, and I have 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 learned a lot about uh, bringing, you know, the shaping the story uh, of, of a theme so that it really so that you can really feel the human experience, and that's something that I've been uh, interested in, you know, for the last number of years, you know, because music is so powerful, and then when you can really uh, shape it so so that it's so that everyone can understand it on a human level. That's when it really hits. And, and you know, Kabir and I and, and, and Doug Davis as well, uh, we worked on a, on a record that was uh, showcasing the, the human story of, of, of the DACA Act, you know, and uh, in Amer American Dreamers, Voices of Hope, Music of Freedom. Uh, and, and on that record, we, we had each one of the uh, DACA artists, the dreamers, tell a little bit about their story so the audience member gets to know them as a human being uh, and, and hear their, their story in this world. And I thought it really was a, a great uh, connecting, uh, a great way to connect the audience with, with, the, with the subject. And, and then on the next, you know, Kabir and I also have produced uh, a couple of records, you know, the, uh, one for the Karen Allison Sextet, uh, Shoulder to Shoulder, which is uh, the, celebrating the centennial of, of women's suffrage, the 19th Amendment passing. Uh, and, and so we, we were able to incorporate speeches from Susan B. Anthony and uh, you know, and, and, and Frederick Douglass, these amazing speeches that showcase the debate of 100 years ago, and you really get this, this, uh, this snapshot of what it was like, you know, going through that struggle. And then we, we actually, and, and we had another record come out this year. Uh, this one I, I also played on and, and produced for Regina Carter, the Regina Carter Freedom Band. Uh, and it's all about getting people to vote. You know, it's, it's, uh, called, it's called Swing States, uh, Harmony in the Battleground. And all the musicians uh, told a, a little antidote or story about uh, the states that they're from and, and you know, how they feel about uh, getting out there and voting. And so, so for this record, you know, I, I thought it would be important to do something similar that really introduces uh, this time that we're in uh, and, and, and so that you get to know the musicians themselves from their own voices. I... I hear it as uh, very much a part of your work, the idea that uh, music is a conversation and conversation is music. And that um, from, from what I gather from listening to this record 
and listening to to the little to the speeches is that you are humanizing bringing the music translating the music to another language but that other language also helps to translate the music mm. would you say that's a fair assessment of of um what you play with as an artist absolutely or hey i you know, as, as you were saying this, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it makes me think of, you know, how, how in this age, you know, there, there's more and more artificial in, in intelligence, right? And everything is becoming uh, systemized and, and automated and, uh, you know, for, for, for better and for worse. You know, it's both sides of it always. And, but, but the part that we really need to uh, keep developing is the human side. You know, so that we don't, especially in this in this moment where we're we're physically distancing. I don't want to say social distancing because we don't want to social distance. You know, we we need to come together as a society and and socially, uh, physically we need to do what we need to do. But during this time where we we're not able to interact in in, in normal ways, uh, we have to make sure that the human spirit is strong. We have to fortify uh, our emotional bonds. Our our, our physical bonds uh, with people because it's so easy to just to shut off behind a, a screen, you know, and I can communicate through whatever we're communicating through. Uh, but if there's this thing in the middle and it's not really real, it doesn't feel real. Uh, we lose a bit of our humanity. So I'm, I'm all about doing anything that, that uh, bolsters that kind of humanity rather than, uh, rather than dampen it. I, I think that's beautiful. It's, it's exactly what uh, I get from your work. Uh, and, and I hope that uh, anyone who's listening to this will, will actually go out and listen to Guarantena with family at home. It's, it's a beautiful piece of art. So many congratulations to you, John. I am so honored to, to have been a very small part of, of this project. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of, of a very small part of the project and so many congratulations to you and to Gonzalo and to everyone who participated. You should be very, very, very proud. Thank you, sir. Very, very much. And, and it is certainly, you know, our intention and our hope that this music reaches the, the hearts and, and the minds, uh, the bodies and the spirits of, of everyone that needs to hear something that will uh, elevate humanity uh, even in subtle ways. So I also return the gratitude to you for being more than just a small part of this. Uh, we're all in this together. And when I say all, I mean everyone, everybody on this earth. We're all in this together. And if we all understand that, there's nothing we can't get through. Absolutely. Well, with that, uh, thank you for being a part of the Frost Sessions. There I you go. happy to have this conversation. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time. Next time.